Here on Tell Me Where to Go, I'm talking to Katrina Denk from the Austrian National Tourism Office. Katrina, Salzburg, probably the most musical city in the world, the home of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, and a city that is famous for its music and its culture. Now, it must be a massive place. How big is Salzburg? Hi, Steve. Thanks so much for having me here. It's great to talk about Salzburg today. It's actually my hometown. Oh, really? Um, that's where I grew up. And Salzburg is a fairly small place when you think about it. It has about 150,000 inhabitants. Space-wise, it's quite easy to walk around in the city. You don't need a lot of public transport to get around all the main sites stay in the city centre. You can easily spend two days walking around in the city and you get whatever you want to see. Yes, and there's plenty of places to stay there because I know that the Hotel Goldener Hirsch is the world's oldest luxury hotel. It was founded in 1399. That means that you've been getting tourists in Salzburg for a very, very long time. Yes, indeed. You've done your research. The Goldener Hirsch is indeed a very old hotel and it's very centrally located. It's right in the middle of the city centre. It's very close to the Salzburg Festival Hall. It's very close to the famous Getreidegasse shopping street. So staying at the Goldener Hirsch is probably my top recommendation for Salzburg because you're just so close to pretty much everything. You're close to the musical sites, you're close to arts, you're also close to the river that flows through the city centre. So, yeah, that's just a perfect place to stay. And I have to speak about Wolfgang Mozart because that was his birthplace and you can go and visit his home, can't you? And also the legacy that he left is celebrated in the Salzburg Festival, which is 100 years old, and that's been running every summer for about 100 years but that doesn't concentrate on Mozart. It's just all forms of music, isn't it, really? Yes, you are right. So Mozart was born in Salzburg and his birthplace, you can visit that today. It's in the famous Getreidegasse shopping street, as I mentioned before. It's a museum nowadays. And there's also Mozart's apartment that you can visit. It's just across the river from his birthplace, really. So you can just walk across the bridge and immerse yourself in Mozart's life in Salzburg as well. And as you were right, the Salzburg Festival is not only about Mozart. There is another festival that celebrates just Mozart. It's in January around his birthday on the 27th of January. It's called Mozart Week. So if any listeners are really want to deep dive into Mozart's music, they can do that in January. But the Salzburg Festival takes place every year from the end of July until the end of August. And it's a huge celebration and a big festival for the whole city. And as you said, it's not about Mozart. It's about all different forms of music and performing arts. There are concerts, there's operas. So really, whatever you're into, you can find at the Salzburg Festival. Even the Vienna Symphony comes to the Salzburg Festival to play there. They spend their summer break pretty much in Salzburg. And there's also, for everyone who can't get a ticket to one of the performances, there's also the Siemens Festival Nights with a big screen on the Kapitel 
Platz, wo they show some of the highlights of the festival on big screen, available for pretty much everyone. That's brilliant. Now, there is one musical event that was not celebrated in Salzburg until reasonably recently, and that is The Sound of Music, which was filmed around Salzburg. I understand that it was not popular, it was not celebrated in <laughs> Salzburg until the really just the last couple of years. Is that true? Yeah, very right. So I personally had to come to Australia to watch The Sound of Music for the first time. We all know, we Salzburgians, we all know it is very famous and we appreciate all the visitors that come because of the sound of music. And there are a couple of different tours you can go on to visit all the different sites. You can actually dance around the fountain and sing Doremi if you want to in Salzburg, even now. And no one will really look at you. They just stay used to that now. But yes, as I said, a couple of different tours you can go on. There's the Panorama Tours, which is by bus. It starts in the city and takes you to all the locations in the city, but then also takes you out to, for example, the Wedding Chapel, which is in Monse, just a little bit outside of Salzburg. And then one of my favorite tours is also the Fräulein Maria bicycle tour, where you ride a bicycle to all of the different locations in the city center. It's a, it's a wonder you don't have the IM16 going on 17 gazebo tour as well. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm joking about that, but in actual fact, you have some wonderful, you've got the fortress there, you've got the Mirabel Palace, and although... Salzburg is famous for its music, but you also have the Museum of Modern Art there as well. So you don't just celebrate the past in Salzburg, do you? That's very right. There's a big creative change or a big creative scene coming up in Salzburg at the moment. We do have the Museum of Modern Arts, which is on top of the Mönchsberg, the Mönchsberg Mountain. It's not only a beautiful museum, there's also a, a wonderful cafe downstairs with probably the best or the terrace with the most amazing view of Salzburg you can ever get. So if you ever go to Salzburg, I definitely recommend having a coffee at the M32, it's called. And then all around the city, there are sculptures by Salzburg's artists that pop up wherever you go. And there is a walk that's called the Creative Walk. So if you follow that, it's on the website of, of Salzburg Tourism. It's a self-guided walk that takes you to all the modern and creative spots in the city centre. Well, there is one that I'm fascinated with, and it's the, and I'm probably going to mispronounce this, but the Hellbrunn Palace with its trick fountains. Can you please explain what trick fountains are? <laughs> yes, so the Hellbrunn Palace, you did pretty well with pronouncing that, is just a little bit south of Salzburg, about 15 to 20 minutes by bus. And the trick fountains, they were created by the Prince Metternich. And it's actually really funny. I recommend going there in summer and bringing a spare change of clothes oh. because... As the name Trick Fountain say, it's you might get wet. So, for example, Prince Metternich created a long table for all of his guests. And then he, on all the seats from underneath, there is a little fountain coming up, except on his chair. <laughs> so, if you ever sit on around the long table, 
table, just make sure that maybe you sit on the head of the table and you don't need your spare change of clothes. That is definitely on my list when I go to Salzburg, but I might get my wife to sit on the chair and see what the experience is like. Now, you were talking about coffee before. I'm not a coffee drinker, but you do have a wonderful beer culture there and that would make me feel at home. Austrian beer is famous, but what is so special about the Salzburg beers? So Salzburg has a very, very long tradition of brewing beer. In fact, they've been brewing beer for over 600 years. The first commercial brewery was established in the 14th century. So it goes way back. And that's also when the Salzburg's love for beer started. In fact, one of the oldest breweries in Austria is the Stiegelbrauerei in Salzburg. It was established in 1492. We always make a joke because everyone knows that number and it's also the year that Columbus arrived in America. <laughs> That's how we all remember we remember this number that it's 1942 when the first or the oldest brewery in Austria was established and also Columbus came to America. So that's just outside of Salzburg. That's definitely worth a visit. And then there's also one of the oldest breweries, the Augustiner Kloster in Mühlen, which was started by Monk. And that's right in the city centre, was established in 1621. Um, they have a beautiful beer garden there and it's a wonderful experience to go there. So you walk in, you get your beer jug and then you go up to the bar and you get your beer jug filled and you keep that for the whole day or the whole night, depending how long you stay there. And there are also a couple of different food outlets with amazing traditional food from Austria and from Salzburg as well. Katarina, you have really painted a great picture of Salzburg. There is a lot to do there. There's so much history, culture, but as we said, modern art, great places to stay and beer. So I can't think of a better reason for going to visit Salzburg. Thanks very much, Katerina, for chatting to us on Tell Me Where to Go about Salzburg. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me.